Welcome back to DCOM Cool and Collected. I'm Kelly. And I'm Elizabeth. And this week we watched Smart House, which hit me much harder than I thought it was going to. <laughs> I thought a lot about one, artificial intelligence, and two, uh, traditional gender roles versus roles in a family and how they compare. <laughs> it was a lot. I think Elizabeth may have looked into this deeper than I did, which is a little surprising. I did. To me. But, but I get what you're saying off the bat, so. <laughs> Let's talk about the actors and actresses who played these characters. Um, number one, the dad in the movie. I don't know what his name is. I did not know. Kevin write it Kleiner. Down. He was um, number one, Austin's dad in a Cinderella story, yep. aka the dad who said, You're giving up your dream. And then Chad Michael Murray said, No, dad, I'm giving up your, your dream. But he was also, which I did not realize, Peyton's dad in One Tree Hill. Okay, so the thing about that is Peyton had two different dads. Oh, she did? <laughs> yes, because in the earlier season, she had a dad with, like, longer hair, and they had a thing with, like, Karen, per- Peyton's oh, I first dad. I don't remember that. Yeah, and it was not Kevin Kleiner at that point, because they, like, went to, like, the ta- the um, one basketball tournament that was out of town, and, like, Karen and the dad had, like, a thing, and it was weird. Oh. Well, it was I thought, also whenever Peyton and Lucas were, like, having a thing, so it was, like, <laughs> extra weird, but... I thought it was funny that he played both Chad Michael Murray's dad and Peyton Sawyer's dad. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> He's everybody's dad. That's what I wrote. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the guy who plays the main character, Ben, is Ryan Merriman, who was the star of The Luck of the Irish, which we will get to. Of course. And he was also Ian in Pretty Little Liars. Yeah. Which I knew only because I knew him from The Luck of the Irish. I knew that because I went back and started rewatching Pretty Little Liars, and I was like, yeah, that guy looks familiar. Yeah, well, whenever I was watching Pretty Little Liars, I was like, that's the, the leprechaun. <laughs> and then we have the star of the show, truly. Katie Seagal! I had no idea this was Katie Seagal! I am just stupid. I knew, okay, I, again, I'm stupid. I get Katie Seagal and the one from Malcolm in the Middle mixed up. Uh, yes, I know who you're talking about, but I don't know her name off the top of my head. Yeah, Abby will know. <laughs> Abby will know. I get them mixed up, I guess just because they both had, like, brown hair and they played moms. I like mom when characters. I yeah. Yeah, well, I had no idea this was Katie Seagal, and I could, like, picture her, like, in my head before I watched this, mm-hmm. and then, like, and then they said it was Katie Seagal, and I still, like, she looks so different. I mean, maybe because it's from 1999. But still, she looks so different. For those of you who don't know, <laughs> Katie Seagal is a beloved American actress. She was most recently in Shameless. Mm-hmm. She played Jake's mom in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. She was in Eight Simple Rules. Yes. And probably what she's most famous for is Married with Children, even though it was a horrible show. Um, I also put she's from Glee. Who, who did she play? She played I don't remember. Nancy Abrams. I don't know who that is. Oh, okay. oh, wait. Abrams. Is that Artie's mom? That's what I was wondering. <laughs> I couldn't tell who was Abrams. I was too lazy to look it up. She was in Higley Town Heroes, <laughs> which, if you don't remember what that is, Higley Town Heroes was a show on Disney for, like, kids, and it was, like, they were the little, um, dolls that, like, went inside yeah. of each other. The Russian nesting dolls. Yeah, they were like that, and they just, like, solved crime and stuff. She was the policewoman one, just like, you <laughs> No, she did some voice acting. She was also Flo Spinelli in Recess, so I believe that that is Ashley Spinelli's mom. Another mother. Spinelli. Um, and then she was Edna Hyde in that 70s show. She was Hyde's mom. Again, everyone's mom and everyone's dad. Um, she was in Futurama, which I don't really care about, but it just reminded me of last night. And, yeah, she was in we went to trivia last night, one of the answers was Futurama. Yeah. <laughs> she was in Eight Simple Rules, which she was the mom in that. And Eight Simple Rules played on 
uh, ABC Family, uh, like, in the afternoons when you got home from school, and I used to watch that show all the time, that and Grounded for Life, but not a lot of people relate to me in that, so it's not very I rem- I definitely remember commercials for them, but I never watched them. Yeah, Elizabeth watched Reba, which I avoided, like, the play, because I was like, I don't want to watch Reba. I, I love Reba. shows. So, yeah, no one can really relate to me on that, but whatever. Next, we have Jessica Steen. Um... She looked familiar, and I wrote her name down because I was like, oh, there's got to be something I know her from. I don't know her from anything. Yeah, the only other person I have is the little sister who was also the sister in Brink. Yeah. Which means no one was in Seventh Heaven. I went through every single character listed in the IMDb page. Not a single one in Seventh Heaven. It's truly a miracle. Uh, Okay, so should we start? Yes, let's go ahead. So, the movie opens with a newspaper delivery boy hastily throwing newspapers at people's houses. Oh, yeah. I wrote Matt from Lizzie McGuire. The version we watched was very, like, not clear. So, he looks like Matt from Lizzie McGuire. He wasn't as I looked at it again. But, and he wasn't in the IMDb script um, (laughs) cast list, obviously. But he looked like Matt from Lizzie McGuire. Um, so he started newspapers, and then he throws them at this house, and then a voice says to deposit the papers in the designated target area, and they're showing, like, a giant-ass house while mm-hmm. this voice is talking. And he's like, okay, no problem, lady. And he's like, wait, lady? Like, where are you? Because there's no lady. But then this mechanical claw mm-hmm. comes out from the house, and then grabs the newspaper and takes it back in. And then they're like, I'm now gonna monitor your accuracy with newspaper throwing. Yeah. I'm like, it's just kind of like, uh, <laughs> and then bikes away. <laughs> yeah. So then we go inside the house and we see these, like, these people who, like, kind of seem like they're famous. Like, why do they have this super big fancy house? And so they look at the newspaper and, um, the woman is in the newspaper and we're like, what is she in the newspaper right. She's like, She's like, I'm excited about all this press we're getting. Yeah. And so, like, at first, even I, because I don't remember the whole story very well, I was like, oh, is she, like, a star or something? Like, why is she in the newspaper? But... Um, it's because she is, like, a scientist, and she built this smart house that mm-hmm. they are living in right now. And um, she wrote the book Smart Women, Foolish Cho- Choices, her <laughs> autobiography, which I want to read and learn more about. <laughs> and so the house is running perfectly, but they're going to auction it off. That's what we learn in this scene. She's talking to, like, I don't know. Her publicist. Oh, her publicist. And so she's like, yeah, everything is going great, like, all this stuff. The only thing that's left is to hold this contest for for one lucky family to move into this smart house. Yes. So we cut to a kid draining macaroni and cheese and the song Jumpin', Jump, Jump, the house is jumping. Yeah, this song song comes back many times throughout the movie. It is so iconic. Even if you don't remember much about this movie, if you heard the song, you would remember it. Jump, the house is jumping. But those are the only lyrics I tried to look it up. It's so good. So, anyway, um, so that song is playing, and after he drains this, like, he, he's, like, cooking dinner. He's, like, washing dishes and cooking dinner yeah, and, like, loading like, the dishwasher. Yeah, he, like, puts all this stuff together. He puts it in the oven, and then he has to, like, go take his... He prints his homework. He has to go take his sister... Yeah, something on Da Vinci. Yeah, he has to go take his sister to, like, the bus stop or something, and he's also walking He picks up his sister from, like, a friend's house. Okay. And then, like, walks the dog at the same time. Yeah, and so he, he takes her back, and his, he had already put, like, the casserole in the oven. He gets back... Like, and he's set like, the table. Yeah, he's, like, he gets back, and he's, like, oh, perfect, it's not burnt. So then he, like, takes it out, and then Dad just like casually walks in and he's, he's like, like oh you got dinner on the table for me <laughs> yeah and so at this time he's also entering to win this smart house right um i would just like to notice at this point the the last of the credits are rolling and it says directed by lavar burton 
LeVar Burton is the Reading Rainbow guy. Oh! And he was also in Star Trek and the original Roots. And I will say the only reason I know LeVar Burton is because he showed up in Community because he was Troy's Troy Barnes' personal hero, LeVar Burton. And whenever, um, what's his name, Pierce was, like, on his deathbed, he was, like, fucking with everyone. And Troy was like, LeVar Burton is my hero, but I never want to meet LeVar Burton because I'm just going to be an idiot. So then Pierce brings in LeVar Burton, and Troy's like, oh, my fucking God, I cannot believe you fucking did this. <laughs> so, go ahead. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, yeah, dinner is all good, and the little sister tells the dad, just, like, out of the blue, she's like, you should start dating again, we could have a new mom, and then the brother's like, no, no, that's fine, we're fine, we don't need a new mom, no. Um... Uh, Yeah, so then we cut to um, Dad. He's trying to do... The little sister's name is Angie. He's trying to do her hair, but he can't because he's a guy and he doesn't know how to make a fucking ponytail, which is so fucking easy. (laughs) He doesn't have a lot of practice, apparently. I mean, her hair is also kind of short, so it's not as easy to make a ponytail in short hair as it is long hair. Um, And then he says something about, like, Ben, like, entering another contest again. Ben enters multiple contests, apparently. Well, he's been entering this contest nonstop because this is the early 90s and contests are all the rage. And now you can enter them online, which is even cooler. Yeah, so he's entering uh, from the computer online into the Smart House contest. He's got, like, half the entries in are his at this point. Mm -hmm. Um, So then we see uh, Sarah is working back at the Smart House. She's the designer of the Smart House. Um, and they're like, oh, like, the boss is coming here tonight, and that's when they're gonna pick a contest winner, and that's when we see, like, this little mouse escape from his cage, which is is important, because he plays a role later. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we see Angie is going to bed, and Dad says, Ben, get off the internet and quit tying up the phone line, Mm -hmm. which is something I can relate to. Yeah, I put, girl! (laughs) Um, I'd like to tell a story (laughs) that I told Kelly, like, yesterday. It's that, um, I once... I, well, first of all, we had dial-up up until, like, fifth or sixth grade, so I know all about dial-up, even though I was born in the 90s, um, and in fourth grade, I had a friend over, and she's like, oh, like, let's go on the internet and, like, play this game, and I was like, hold on, I have to ask my parents first, and she's like, what, what do you mean you have to ask your parents, because, like, I had to ask my parents, like, if they were expecting a phone call or something, I couldn't tie up the phone line, so I go upstairs, and I'm like, hey, like, can we, like, go on the internet or whatever, and they're like, no, like, we're busy or something like that. And then I come back down, and she had already, like, opened up, like, Internet Explorer, and it said, like, disconnected or something like that, because we did not connect to dial-up. And she's like, what, what, what's wrong with this? And I'm like, girl, we can't go on the Internet, because we have dial-up, and we're not rich. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. This was, like, I don't even know, like, 2006, I want to say. <laughs> See, I was too stupid as a child to even, like, comprehend dial-up. I just knew that, like, if I wanted to go on the Internet, I had to ask my parents, and then they yeah. had to, like, approve and then do it for me, because I didn't know how and to then do go, it myself. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so dad's like, um, I will, I just, or no. So Ben is like, okay, I'll like be off the phone, but I just need to check to see who wins the contest or whatever. Right. Like, well, I guess what he's trying to do is keep entering till the very last minute. Well, the, yeah, the contest winner is going to be announced at 10. 10 one or 10 something. Yeah. And Ben's like, I need to stay on the internet until 10. Yeah. And so dad's like, yeah, that's fine. Um, he's like, did I get any messages? And then he's like, and Ben's like, oh, a Melanie called for you. Sorry, I forgot to tell you. So, like, we can tell that Ben is interfering. In right. Ben does life. not want his dad to date. It's, like, clear that, like, their mom passed away mm-hmm. and Ben is having a hard time with dad bringing in a new girl. Yeah, and I was going to say, this is, like, very strong parallels to Susie Q, in my opinion, with, like, the brother and the little sister yeah. and, like, all this stuff going on. The brother trying to take on more than he needs to right. at 13 years old. Right. So. And dad just letting him. 
know, <laughs> it's fine. So. Uh, yeah, so then we see, we cut back to the smart house. The boss is at smart house, and Sarah asks Pat, who is, like, the smart house, like, artificial intelligence, to pick a contest winner. And so they pick a contest winner, and they're trying to call the Cooper house, that's their last name, Ben and his family, but the line is busy, and they're like, well, there's probably a teen in the house because the line is busy and they're probably still on the internet. <laughs> well, and that's the thing. So Ben fell asleep on the internet, so right. they couldn't get a call. Right, so he tied up the phone line all night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, like, 10 p.m. on a school night is very late. <laughs> Especially at 13. Right. It's not even like he's in high school. Uh, so then Ben wakes up late the next morning, and the phone rings as they leave, so they never actually get the call. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Ben walks into school, and someone congratulates him, and Ben's just like, okay, whatever. Um, and then a bully comes up and asks Ben for his science homework, because Ben's like, oh, I love science and technology. <laughs> well, I don't think it's just that. I think it's also, like, it's a bully, and he's well, yeah, do that it, too. so. Um, <laughs> so he gives uh, the bully the science homework. And then Ben walks into class, and everyone just applauds him. Yeah, everyone is cheering, and they're like, oh my god. They, yeah, they, like, he walks into class, and they all just go. Yeah. Like, I would not do it. Like, who does that? I have no idea. It would be more like everyone just stared at him. Like, whenever they said, like, a name that, like, was similar to yours over the announcement, everyone just turned around and stared at you. <laughs> even though it wasn't even you. It was just someone with the same name as you. Yeah, it was weird. And so that is the point that Ben's like, oh, we won. Right. <laughs> and then he calls Dad on the payphone at school. <laughs> and he's like, Dad, like, pick up the newspaper we won. And then he sees the newspaper, and he sees Sarah's photo in the newspaper, and then he just, like, fucking, like, falls in love at first sight well, with the fucking picture. Okay, well, the whole thing is, like, the dad's like, okay, why are these people just going to randomly give us a house? Like, I don't know about that. That seems sketchy. Which, also, apparently he doesn't monitor what his son does on the internet, because he's been entering this contest for so long. Did he not get his parents permission because he's only 13 so he's you made your parents permission enough. for that yeah and so anyway so dad is just like uh i don't know about this but because he sees sarah's picture and she's hot he's like okay he's well, like we yeah let's do out. it no he's like we'll check it out that's what he says then so <laughs> so then we cut to a press conference in front of the house pat introduces the Co- the coopers we learn that pat stands for personal applied technology mm-hmm. Um, everyone's asking questions. Sarah says Pat is user-friendly, and she's a learning machine. So, like, the more that, like, the more you spend time with Pat, the more she learns about you, and the more that her technology will cater to your needs. And all the reporters are just like, oh, my God. Which, like, honestly, same, because I don't know, I didn't know a whole lot about machine learning or artificial intelligence until this year, and it's 2019. (laughs) So, back then, that was super impressive. Uh, so then inside, Angie puts her hand on, like, a, like, DNA scanner, and then it pricks her and, like, takes her blood and then analyzes, like, her... Oh, sorry, that was weird. <laughs> I did not mean to do that. Analyzes, like, her height, her weight, her interests. Well, yeah, and it just says it all out loud, too. It's just, yeah. like, you had the flu when you were seven. Or, like, all this stuff. It's so weird. Yeah, and then at this point, Dad compares Pat to Big Brother, which I don't blame him for. Well, yeah. I'm like, this is fucking, like, too much. Yeah, this is insane. And Dad's like, isn't that, like, kind of weird? And so you're just like, oh, no, it's fine. It's, like, a good thing. Yeah. Like, for, it'd be a lot, I won't even consider, like, sending in my ancestry DNA, because, well, I was going to get it as a Christmas present for my dad, but then I was like, well, they're just going to take his DNA and then, like, store it forever for the government. Mm-hmm. There's probably going to be, like, a clone of my dad walking around in the next, like, five years if I do that, which I did that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then Sarah gives a tour of the house. Um, the living room is, just, like, essentially a giant screen that yeah, they can change. Yeah, it's like a big green screen that they can put, like, whatever they want on it. 
All right, they ask Pat for a menu, and then Pat analyzes Ben's diet based on only his breath. Which, like, he wasn't even, like, next to anything. He just, like, talked. And then Pat's like, oh, you eat too much sugar. And it's also programmed so that Pat can only give them healthy food so they have balanced diets. Yeah. Sarah, no. you are a mur- monster. No, a murderer? Is I that was going to say, and I was like, no, she's not, but she's a monster for creating that. Um, and then Angie asks Pat for a strawberry smoothie and then immediately drops it. Yeah, she takes one step and she's like, oh, it's good, and then she somehow just drops it on the floor. But it's, like, o- it's okay because Pat has floor absorbers and cleans it up. And then once Dad sees that, he's like, okay, let's move in. Yeah, that was really what sold him on it. <laughs> So next, we cut to Angie's room. She is jogging on the bed. Iconic. And, and bewitched Say La Vie. It's playing in the background. It's playing on her screen. She's it's like a the music. Bed, the music along. video is playing on her wall as Angie is jumping around dancing and singing along to Say La Vie. It's so good. It's so loud. But then Ben comes in and he's like, hey, can you like turn it down and like chill? I'm like, turn that trash down. And I'm like, Ben, you don't know the cultural impact. Oh, he doesn't understand. <laughs> and so I think that this is the point where Angie's like, I think that dad likes Sarah. And yeah. Ben's like, don't do that. And Ben like goes off on her and he's like, you don't even remember mom which like yeah well so like ben says that mom is the only person that dad ever loved Mm -hmm. and angie's like you know he can still date but then ben gets mad and he basically like gets mad at angie for not remembering her which like is not her like she's very young and like it's clear yeah it's clear that like mom was around before angie could like really develop any like clear memories well and ben's whole thing is that he doesn't want to lose their mom's memory which like right it's it's And that's why, yeah. He's going through this trauma, but also, like, don't take it out on your sister. Right, and that's why he does so much around the house, so that his dad won't realize that they need another person to, like, come and, like, help and, like, sort of, like, be sort of, like, I don't want to say, like, a caretaker, but just, like, someone there. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, because, like, they never say that. They're never, like, oh, we need a mom to, like, clean and cook. They're, like, someone just to, like protect and like love basically well yeah just like another person like there in your court right and that's one of the reasons why ben was so obsessed about entering this contest because he's like well if we can have someone do all these like matronly things i can focus on other things and don't have to try right. and be the mom ben doesn't have to like cook well a 13 year old and take care of angie he literally says like you know like why i don't ha- like play basketball or like hang out with my friends it's because like i'm taking care of everyone yeah and like no one asks him to do this but no one's telling him you don't have to do this yeah so yeah that's something it's, that will, it's like a weird mm-hmm. dynamic. Yeah, and so, like, as Ben is talking, he's just getting, like, kind of, like, louder and kind of angrier, and Angie's almost in tears as Ben is, like, yelling at her about, like, not right. remembering their mom, and she's like, it's not my fault. She's like, I'm sorry, I'm, like, six years old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can barely remember, like, what I did yesterday. <laughs> right. So... We cut to Dad and Sarah flirting. Sarah's telling Dad about her shitty dating life. <laughs> and, yeah, and then Dad's like, hey, can I have your number? And she's like, oh, well, Pat already has it. Uh-huh. And then Dad, like, creepily watches her as she leaves. Yeah! <laughs> it's oh really weird. Um, so the next morning, Ben's alarm is a basketball game playing on his bedroom wall. I feel like that would be the worst thing to wake up to. Even if I liked yeah. watching basketball, that would be horrible. Like, I would not want to wake up to Jack Black screaming in my face about sticking <laughs> it to the man. Because that is something I treasure and hold sacred. I don't want it to be the thing that I associate with waking up in the morning. Yeah, because that's horrible. <laughs> and then Angie gets woken up by the fireworks at Disney World. And okay, Disney. Mickey Mouse fucking conducting a symphony. It's fine. And Dad wakes up to, like, 
chickens on a farm. Like a fucking rooster <laughs> on a like farmland. And he's like, a snooze, like I want to go back to bed to bed. And Pat's like, you need to wake up. You need to take care and of yourself. And he's your like, your kids are already awake, and Dad's like, I fucking doubt it. But then um the kids walk in and dad's like, Oh, okay, well I guess Pat is working in this area. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then coffee and pancakes are already in the kitchen. And, oh yeah, this is when we learned that Ben got smart house so he wouldn't have to be, like, half caretaker anymore. Yeah. Um, so then we cut to school and Ben is telling his friends about Pat. He's bragging about literally everything. Yeah. he's like, oh yeah, I even got her to do homework. I got her to check my homework and do, like, the bully's homework. The bully's homework, homework. yeah. Yeah, which I'm like, that's not very ethical. Pat does not have any, like, sensors there to, like, be like, oh, I shouldn't do homework for people. Right. (laughs) Uh, yeah, so he gives the bully the science homework that Pat did, mm-hmm. and then this girl comes up to him and just, like, invites herself over to his house. Yeah. I would never, like, not even, like, with my friends, I wouldn't be like, can I come over? Well, she does it in, like, a little bit less of a, like, way like that, but it's still, it's not sly at all. It's just like, oh my god, like, it's like, we were talking about how cool, sometime. how cool it would be to see your house. She's also not a very good actress. Well, yeah, <laughs> and then, isn't it his friends who are just like, yeah, the, yeah. Yeah. Well, because then they're like, <laughs> they're like, the goddess of the eighth grade talked to you. Gwen. Gwen. <laughs> yeah, and also... When and they're not realizing about, that she's only using him for the house. <laughs> but also, when he's talking to his friends about all the stuff in the house, they say that Pat is the perfect mom. Yeah. Pat is not a person. She is a no. robot. So, we oh, already well, have people, like, not understanding the whole... The, like, the bound... Yeah. Yeah, the boundaries of technology and, like, Versus, human. yeah. So. Which, oof, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I went, like, deep. <laughs> we'll get to that later. Yeah. So, so we cut to home, and Pat is playing fetch with the dog. Mm-hmm. Um, she's helping Dad with working at home, and she's like, you know, working from home is better. You're here for your kids. You're, I don't know, more productive or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in the kitchen, they ask Pat for, uh, Ben, Angie, and the dad are all there. They ask Pat for a smoothie, but then she starts malfunctioning. And oranges are just, like, She just starts flying. throwing fruit across, like, the entire room. Okay, and then Ben and Angie and dad all act like this is the worst thing that's ever happened. They get, like, get down on the floor and, like, cover their neck, like, in tornado position. <laughs> but it's just, like, fucking bananas. Yeah, it's just, like, oranges. <laughs> and then dad is, like, all freaked out. He's like, well, we need to call Sarah after the malfunction ends. Well, dad's looking for an excuse. Well, yeah, Sarah. Dad's like, we need to call Sarah. And Ben's like, no, we don't. It's fine. It's over. And Dad's like, I'd feel better if we called Sarah. Yeah, well, because Pat says that technical difficulties have made smoothie making suspended. And, you know, they can't live without their fucking smoothies. That's true. <laughs> um, so Sarah, we see Sarah working in the main, like, control room of mm-hmm. Pat. Ben walks by. He's clearly interested. Um, and Sarah, like, you know, like, it, like invites him in. And he's like, you know, um, you can come in and, like, watch and learn. But he's like, no. Um, because he can't like his dad's crush. Um, and so Ben <laughs> asks Sarah if Pat, like, follows him into the shower. <laughs> and Sarah's like, no, she respects privacy. <laughs> um, and then, uh, at dinner, they're all eating, um, Sarah's there, and then Angie and dad call Sarah a genius because she designs the whole fucking house. Mm-hmm. And Ben's like, um, you know, geniuses are impossible to live with because they make everyone feel inferior. Um... And then Dad's like, you know what, let's all go out for ice cream. And then Ben gets mad. Um, Dad apologizes, and Angie's like, you know, Ben hates every girl that you like. She, he, yeah, he, he kind of, like, flips out on basically everyone getting along with Sarah. 
Yeah, again, he's going through a lot. Of- right, like, I don't, like, I understand. Like, obviously, he should not have reacted in that way. Yeah. But. He needs therapy. He needs to not be trying to be. Right, he's a 13-year-old boy still struggling with his mom's death. Yeah. And so, yeah. <laughs> and dad, okay, dad is like, I thought puberty only affected girls. Like, he says something about, like, hormones. And I'm like, uh, okay. how old are you? You're an idiot. <laughs> And then, it's yeah, so after Angie says the whole thing about, like, oh, like, Ben never likes any of the, gr- the girls that dad likes or whatever, this also, uh, like, tells Sarah, like, oh, like, the dad likes me. Mm, he uh-huh. likes me. But dad's like, I'm going to go talk to Ben. So dad goes up, and he's, like, talking to Ben, and he basically apologizes. He's like, hey, like, I don't really know how this happened, but I realize that you've taken on, like, a lot of things that you didn't need to. I thought that wasn't until later. I have it here. Oh, wait, no, 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 no. He yeah. does. Yeah. Well, because he, he's, yeah, he texts in Angie first, and then Angie tells uh, his dad basically, like, everything that Ben has been doing that dad, like, hasn't realized, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Right. And so she's like, or he's like, you know, after mom died, like, I know that we were, like, it took us a while to try and get back into the One of their aunts, things. like, came in and helped out yeah. for a few months. Yeah, and then after she left, I guess Ben kind of, like, picked up the slack and dad didn't yeah. realize Somehow. Yeah, Dad, like, didn't realize that his 13-year-old son was helping run the household. Yeah. And like, so, gave up, like, his life. Right, and so Dad's like, hey, like, you don't need to do that. Like, why don't you ever try out for the basketball team? You love basketball. And, like, that's the thing. He's always, like, shooting hoops and stuff in right. the backyard. And he's like, And Ben's just kind of like, you know that, like, I do too much around here. You know I can't. Yeah. But the Dad's like, no, I don't. But he really does. <laughs> yeah. And so then we have... Uh, the next morning, his, like, his alarm on his watch wakes him up. Not, like, Pat wakes him up. Um, well, no, 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 no. Because it's not, like, um, at school. Ben, like, gets up in the middle of the night and manipulates yeah, yeah. Pat's system. Um, he deletes, like, safety protocols and programs, like, all these, like, 50s television shows into her system. Yeah, well, because, like, yeah, he programs her to watch them so that she, like, learns that that's what's normal, that's what, like, mothers do, and they're all motherly shows. It's, like, mother's no- mother knows best. Yeah, and, basically like, just, like, I love Lucy all around, but, like, not funny. <laughs> pretty much. And so, yeah, so he programs her to do that, and... Which, like, if you learned anything, you should know that those 50s television shows are not realistic. Right, and then, so Ben goes back to his room, and um, he looks at a picture of him and his mom, and then he starts watching family videos on the, like, on his green screen wall. It's kind of, like, a sweet moment. It's, like, his mom and him and his little sister, and we can tell that, obviously, he's, like, very upset about this still. Yeah. Um, so we see that Pat makes Angie, like, brush her teeth longer and makes her put on a jacket. She gives Ben and Angie vitamins and makes lunch with chocolate cupcakes like all the 50s moms do. Um, and they notice in the car on the way to school that Pat is, uh, more maternal. And, uh, at this point Ben realizes that he forgot to have Pat do the bully's homework. And he's telling his dad about it, and dad's yeah. like, you know, you should just stand up to the bully. Well, dad's like, why are you doing someone else's homework, but doesn't, like, contact the school or right. anything? Right, he's just like, stand up to him, man. And so Ben gets punched. Yeah, Ben gets beat up. <laughs> we cut to, like, after school, Ben um, has, like, a black, not like a black eye, but, like, a swollen eye. Pat gives him, gives them a frozen steak yeah, to like, ice it. <laughs> and Dad thinks that's kind of weird. He's like, nobody's used this in, since the 50s. Right. And uh, he just goes and gets ice from the freezer. Yeah, Pat gets, like, very defensive over Ben. And she calls him her boy. Yeah, it's weird. Um, and then 
Later that night, Pat downloads those home videos that Ben was watching with, like, out him knowing so that yeah. she can sort because, of, like... Because Ben took off the safety controls, and right. so she can just do, like, basically whatever she wants now. Right. Not great. Um, so then we cut to Dad video chatting Sarah. He asks her out, and she says yes, and they talk about how... Basically about how, like, Ben never has fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sarah's like, you know, what is fun to a 13-year-old? Who fucking knows? And so Pat hears this, and then she starts downloading, like, MTV videos. Yeah, she researches fun, and... (laughs) And she downloads, yeah, like, spring break, like, on the beach, and she's like, young people dancing, a party. Yeah, and so then she sends an email to all of Ben's contacts. Yeah, in his email address. Yeah. His email book, address book. (laughs) To, yeah, to a party on Saturday night. Right. Uh, so then we cut to Saturday, and Ben and Angie are playing virtual golf before Dad goes out on his date with Sarah. And Ben's like, it's not a date. He's, like, in denial. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Dad leaves, and then Ben and Angie are playing video games together. And Ben's like, you know, like, we're in, like, the, the most, like, technologically advanced place in the world. Like, can we do something more exciting? And Pat's like, your wish is my command. And the doorbell rings. <laughs> and it's Ben's friends showing up to the party. Right. And Ben's just kind of like, oh, okay. <laughs> Um, so then Pat transforms the house into a club, um, and then... (laughs) Well, okay, yeah, first things first, his friends come in, and they're like, hey, can we start dancing? Yeah. (laughs) And so they put on this music of, like, some boy band, and Okay, I looked up the song. (laughs) They're all dancing along to it, like, doing the moves. They know all the moves to this boy band song. Yeah, they're doing it along, like, okay, I don't know, because we weren't, like, in the complete height like, the high point of boy bands, but, like, didn't This is boys, one that I've never well, heard of. No, I know, but, like, didn't boys think boy bands were lame? Like, boys yes. didn't listen to boy bands. Girls right. listen to boy bands. But they did say, like, the popular girls were coming, so maybe they were like, oh, if we dance like boy bands, then they'll like us. I don't maybe. I don't know. Maybe that was their thinking. Anyway, this boy band that they, like, play the music video and then they all dance along to is called Five, and the song they're dancing to is called Slam Dunk Da Funk, <laughs> and some of the lyrics go... Five bad boys, they're all white and British. Five bad boys with the power to rock you, blowing your mind, so you gotta get into five five, what you waiting, four four, if you want to, three three, two two, one, let's do it. Do you want to get freaky? Oh, wait, hold on. Welcome to tonight's game, and if you just tuned in, these five guys have been slam, dun- slam dunking all night. Uh, do you want to get freaky? Well, the five of us makes one. Gotta put the good vibe on. If you really want to feel that, got the flavor in my song, but I really need to know. Do you want to get down? Do you want to get funky? Do you want to get down? Get on down. Slam dunk to funk. Put it up. If you got that feeling, slam dunk to funk. That's repeated like 12 times. <laughs> you gotta shoot past slam. Baby time to set it off. I be up, up, away, above the rim. This is all basketball analogies. <laughs> And hook a shot, alley-oop, baby. <laughs> Whoop, there it is, and now I got you three seconds left. It's just enough for me to rock you. Check it how I flip it. Rock a beat, because I get with it. You and everybody wants to be the man. Well, a uh, hey, yippee-yo, yippee four-quarter slam. Everybody grab a party and just get on down. <laughs> I think Elizabeth sang more of the song than we heard, but we did <laughs> see them dancing and knowing all the moves. It was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> and then Angie, like decides that she's the doorman for yeah, the Yeah, she's like, becomes the bouncer. Yeah, so she has, like, a guest list, and she's, like, checking people in, she's like, nope, you're not on the list. And they're like, oh my god, you can't get into this party. Right, and then the bullies show up, and Angie's like, you guys aren't on the list, but then Pat's like, oh no, they were personally invited. So you can tell that, like, Pat has, like, a plan for them. Right. 
Um, so let's see. Gwen is dancing with Ben. And so right. the bully comes up to try and like start shit with Ben. And Pat calls him out in front of the entire party. And she's just like, what are you doing? And then she like zaps him somehow. Yeah, she like zaps him. And then there's like a floating hologram skull that floats around yeah. him. And then she's just like taunting him the whole time. Right. And then kicks him out with her mechanical claw. Yeah, with her extendo arm. <laughs> and then she says, oh, and Ryan, know this. If you ever go after my bitty boy again, he may need a doctor, but you're going to get a house call. Yeah. And she's doing it in her, like, big, like, house voice that she has sometimes. <laughs> it's it's not good. Everyone is laughing at him after this happens. They're not like, hey, a robot just, like, beat up this teenager. Right. <laughs> I mean, even though he's a bully, they should still be a little concerned that she could just, like, do yeah, that to all just kinda at like, that point. They're just kind of like, okay. And then they just go back to the party. Right. <laughs> and we also see Dad and Sarah walk out of the restaurant and they kiss. Oh, my God. But all we can think about is Ben and Angie. But then they start kissing again, so it's fine. Yeah. Uh, so then we cut to a soul train at the party. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so they're dancing. And Gwen is, like, wearing this, like, matching dress and cardigan thing. It's it's really an outfit. And she's getting warm from all her dancing. So she throws off her cardigan onto, like, a plant. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, so, yeah. They're just so they're all around. soul training. Yeah. Think about like all these like white thirteen year olds. Do it. Um, they're all soul training to jump in. How does it jump? Go? Jump. jump. The, the house is jumping. Jump <laughs> and it's all like choreographed too. The house is jumping. Um. So then Angie comes up and she's like, "Dad is gonna be home soon, and we have to kick everyone out." Mm-hmm. Um. So then Pat tells them to throw with the entire mess onto well, the. Well, before that, they kick everyone out, and then Gwen kisses Ben. And then thanks them for the party. And now they have to clean up the mess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then they throw everything onto the floor so Pat can just absorb everything, including, like, plastic cups and, like, snacks. Apparently she can absorb it. She could, like, absorb an entire body. Yeah, I don't understand how any of them feel safe at any time. Can she yeah. just, like, take the furniture? I'm sure she could. Um, and then Dad walks in, and they think they get away with it until they notice... all clean. Yeah, until they notice the coat on the house plant. Yeah. And then immediately, Dad's like, you had a party. He just knows, because it couldn't have been Angie's. Right. They couldn't have been like, oh, we had, like, a friend over. No. (laughs) And so Dad is really pissed, like, not only at them, but also at Pat, because he's like, uh, what the fuck? And Pat's like, I thought you wanted Ben to have fun. I threw him a party. And Dad's like, you overstepped your bounds, Pat. Right. And then Pat's like, I promise to be the most maternal and responsible. Yeah, and so she's like, I'm going to be strict now. Yeah. Uh, So before school the next morning, Ben is about to walk outside and Pat's like, you need to pull up your shorts. And Ben's like, I like him like this. And he tries to walk outside, but then the doorknob shocks him. Yeah. And it continues to shock him until he pulls up his pants. Yeah. And like... Angie and Dad are both in the kitchen while this is happening, and neither of them are, like, very concerned with what's going on. And then, um... We cut to Dad, who's, like, in his home office, and he asked to dial... He asked Pat to call Sarah, but then Pat's like, no, you need to get more work done. Yeah. Um... Angie's watching cartoons, and then Pat keeps putting on a science channel, and she keeps switching it back, and it keeps going back and forth, and so Angie's like, fine, I'll just go read. 
Right. And then Angie has a temperature of, like, 99, which is, like, nothing. Yeah. But then Angie's like, I'm not sick. But then Dad's like, well, Pat says you're sick, so you're going to eat chicken noodle soup. Like, yeah. what the actual fuck? Dad, Dad's character does not make any sense at all, because he was so dubious of this house in the first place. And then he goes, and they move in, and after Pat allows him to throw a party, and he sees that, like, didn't let Ben go out of the house until he pulled his pants up and all this stuff. He's just right. like, oh, well, we should listen to Pat. Right. It doesn't make sense. Uh, she also, Pat also tells Ben to go to bed whenever he, like, wants to read his comic book. She's like, no, it's bedtime. Um, so then in the car on the way to school, the whole family agrees that Pat is out of control. Um, and then they call in Sarah, mm-hmm. who we see in the control center, and she says she's going to shut Pat down to rest so that basically she can, like, be rebooted and go back to normal. Yeah, she said she's going to turn her off for the night. Right. Um, so then Dad invites Sarah to eat dinner with them, and they cook the meal in the kitchen. Pat does not cook it for them. Yeah, because Pat's turned off. Uh, ben sees them getting along, and then Dad says, who needs Pat anyhow? But then Pat hears, and she overrides the system shutdown. Yeah, she's like, not on my watch. Y'all need me. Right. So then at dinner, um, they're talking, and Sarah's like, oh, I'm actually developing Smart Office, which will have, like, virtual secretaries. And I'm like, way to put people out of a job, Sarah. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's a touchy uh, subject for a lot of people. <laughs> uh, so then they made, oh, and then Dad's like, oh, Ben, like, we made peach cobbler, your favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then Ben's, like, angry. He's like, I only like it whenever Mom makes peach cobbler. Like, what, stop it. Um, and then he's like, you know, people don't keep promises when they promise to. And then he leaves the table angry. And so Dad follows him to his room. And Ben uh, says he, that Dad promised he wouldn't ever love, or he, that no one would ever take Mom's place. Yeah, and that he would never love someone like he loved their mom. Right. And Dad explains that now that there's a new person, it doesn't mean that he'll ever forget mom. Well, and it's not, like, the same thing either because, like, she's dead, so it's not like he's ever going to stop loving her. It's just, like, because you love someone else doesn't mean you love that other person less. And Ben reveals that he's scared because Angie doesn't remember mom and he doesn't want that to happen to him. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and then at this point, Pat builds herself a virtual projection in the yeah. form of a human. She's in, like, her little control room, and she just, like, starts, like, zapping into a person form. Yeah, and it's, like, this, like, 50s housewife with, like, a headband and, like, a little Red skirt. Lipstick. And an apron. It's something else. Um, yeah, so then in Ben's room, Pat tells Ben that if they don't act now, then Sarah will become a part of the family. And Ben's kind of like, you know, like, maybe does that dad deserves it. He deserves to be happy. And that's when Ben notices human Pat. <laughs> and yeah. he's like, what the fuck? Right. And she says, I've reached full potential, which is fucking terrifying. Mm-hmm. Um, and now Pat's like, I'm the only one who knows what you need. Well, and she complains about all the work she has to do. And she's like, we need to get rid of Sarah. And Ben... She's like, after all I've done for you and you're bringing in another woman into the house. Yeah, and so Ben goes down and tells Dad about, like, Pat being a human now. And then Dad's like, what? And then Pat shows up downstairs. Right. Um, And then Pat tells Sarah to go home, but then Sarah says no. So with her, with the mechanical claw hand... Her stendo arm. (laughs) She pushes Sarah out the door and locks it. And then bolts all the doors and windows shut. Yeah. Um, Ben, Dad, and Angie grab Angie, or Ben, Dad, Ben and Dad (laughs) grab Angie from her bedroom to escape, but Pat makes the keys disappear, and she's like, the outside world is too dangerous, and shows pictures of war, which, like, I don't disagree. (laughs) 
It reminds me of, uh, this was an episode of Jimmy Neutron whenever he tried to make, like, the perfect mother. But she's like, you can't go outside. That's where the Civil War happened. <laughs> um, and so they're, like, they keep, like, offering, like, things that they would need outside. But Pat has a counter off of her everything. So, like, right. we need fresh air. And she's like, I have synthetic fresh air. And, like, we need exercise. I have virtual exercise. Schooling. I have homeschooling. My friends. I'm your friend. Yeah. It's not good. <laughs> And so, uh, and then uh, Angie's like, you're not our mom. She's like, I could be your mother or whatever. Or come to mommy. She says, come to mommy. And Angie's like, you're not my mom. And Pat is like, well, I could be. And then she starts fucking duplicating. Yeah. There's like so many Pats just like coming, like surrounding the house. She's basically basically like, y'all are fucking trapped. You're never going to leave. And there's an army of Pats because I can do that. Right. And so Sarah's outside like freaking out, trying to figure out how she's going to get back into the house because she knows it's boarded up. So she calls her friend, her publicist from earlier, and she, she asks, yeah, she basically just, like, asks for help. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at this point, we see the same rat from before enter the house with a note from Sarah, and it's right. like, I am me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Ben starts, I aming Sarah. <laughs> her and her publicist set up, like, operations outside the house. Right, and so they come up with a plan. And this plan is whenever the paper gets delivered the next day, Sarah decides to jump in through the little opening. She fucking that the like arm dives like into this like little opening. Yeah, it's where the like arm her body is out. like flat as she goes into this thing. It's something else. And so Sarah tries to get into the control room, but she has to use like um, a screwdriver and stuff because Pat has put all these locks because like she doesn't want to get shut down or whatever. And all these alarms start going off, and Pat's like, "What are you doing here?" Right, so Pat catches Sarah, and Sarah's like, you are out of control. Mm-hmm. But then Pat gets mad and grows inside the house. Yeah, she's like, I won't stand for this. And then she gets starts getting, like, bigger and bigger. And then she creates a tornado by, like, spinning around, and there's, like, a there, natural yeah. disaster going there's on. There's, like, a tornado the house. in the living room. Dad, Ben, Angie, and Sarah are all, like, in the corner, like, trying, like, actually, like, trying to, like, protect themselves this time. Yeah. And um, she starts creepily singing, like, Mama's gonna It's It's the same home video. It's because yeah. in the home video, yeah. that's mom. what Ben's mom was singing. Right. So then Pat plays that video and then starts singing, like, over it. It's not good. It's really creepy. It is creepy. And so Ben yells at her that, like, she can't be her his mother because she's not real. Right. She's like, Ben is like, did you see what just happened whenever you caused that tornado? Like, our dad and Sarah, like, protected us. They, like, held us and, like, nurtured us. And Ben's like, you can't do that. So then Pat shrinks down, walks walks over to Ben, and touches his face. But then she's like, you couldn't feel that, could you? Yeah, and, like, her hand, like, goes through her, his face because she's, like, a projection. She's virtual. Like, yeah, she's not real. And so this is when she realizes that she's not real. She didn't know that before. I was not. I was so disappointed with this ending. Yeah. And like, so, the way that you, like, defeat artificial intelligence is appealing to its emotions. That's not how that works. Yeah, they don't have emotions because they're... Right. Yeah. And so Ben... <laughs> And so she's like, I'll miss you all. And then she just, like, disappears, and all the doors unlock. And yeah. that's, that's that. And the rain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, um... And so then we cut to Sarah working in the control room, trying to get Pat back to, mor- back to normal. Angie is, like, kind of helping her as Dad and Ben watch lovingly. Um, so then, again, we cut to Ben playing basketball outside, and Pat is helping. She's like, if you, like... Shorten your angle at 37 degrees. Yeah, she's just offering practical tips this time, not being she's like, like back to my like boy. Her, yeah, she's like back to like her normal pat now. Right. 
Um, Sarah pulls up into the driveway. Uh, Dad in- had invited her to breakfast. And Ben says, let's see what Dad's cooking, which means that Pat didn't cook it. Dad right. cooked the breakfast. Um, so then we learn that Pat has been behaving without interfering. Um, Angie notices chocolate chips that Dad, neither Dad nor Ben put into the pancakes. Mm-hmm. And Ben's like, I think I know who did it. And then we see, like, Pat's fucking face in the... On the screen. <laughs> on, like, a video screen. And then they just, like, wink at each other, and it's really weird. Yeah, and that's the end of the and movie. And that's the end. Well, yeah, they're talking about how, like, oh, like, Pat doesn't interfere anymore, but she literally just did. Like, right. they're like, oh, this is harmless, but, like, no, it's not. Like, y'all, the you same saw, thing's gonna fucking happen you again. You what happened. I don't understand why they wouldn't move the fuck out of that house. Right, and not shut her down. Pat. Yeah. You can't, like, I, I mean, I don't know everything about it, obviously, but I'm pretty sure you can't just, like, unlearn things from a machine, like, once they know, right. like, they know it. Right. Just, I, yeah, that's how it ends. That's um, it. So, yeah, this gave me really bad fears about artificial intelligence and how robots are going to take over the world and we're all doomed because they're all going to be smarter than us. Um, and then it also, okay, so, like, at first I was like, oh, look, that's cool. Like, there's a woman who built the smart house, but then it's like, oh, well, she's, like, kind of only there to serve as, like, the new maternal figure, but, like, they never, like, downplay her, like, her, like, genius of it. Well, and I think that that's the important part, like, whenever dad and Andrew are, like, you're a genius and, like, all this stuff, it's not ever just, like, oh, you're hot, it's, like, you're smart, like, you created this. And I, I really like how, like, the role of the mother, they kind of, like, went into, see, like I said, I got deep into this, they kind of, like, went into, like, what, like, traditional society said, like, back in the 50s, and, like, that's what, like, Pat tried to be, Mm -hmm. but obviously it, like, doesn't work like that. Like, like, and, and, like, it, I don't know, the mother, it doesn't have to be, like, a mother. It just could be, like, any, like, role of a parent in, like, a child's life. Mm -hmm. Um, But because, like, they, like, existed, like, this four-person family before, like, inviting someone in would, like, I guess, like, be good for, because I'm not saying that, like, every family is, like, a mom, a dad, and kids. Well, they just need someone else to, like, help support them. Right, someone else to, like, help, like, not only, like, with, like, things around the house, but, like, emotionally. Because, like, obviously, like, Ben was having a really hard time. Yeah. And Sarah coming in helped, like, helped with that. Or even just dad understanding that they needed that because right. for a long time he didn't even understand that that right was it's really just like another person to offer like love and support right which well, is something that they needed right yeah and yeah I really like that <laughs> yeah that was nice like I said I, I thought about this hard well I just feel like dad is just so oblivious and that could be we could go even deeper and be like that has to do with grief because like he right. lost his wife and so right. like this entire time he's been blinded by just like trying to get back to his normal life that he didn't realize that his 13 year old right. son was like putting his life on hold to try and like fill the void that right and made. it could be that like it wasn't really until like this woman came in who was like a good fit for the family right that he realized like oh like this is what my son has been doing. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, there was a lot there. Right. And the whole thing of, like, Pat versus Sarah and, like, how, like, that's what, like, a mother is, like, used to be expected to be. Mm-hmm. But then, ugh, it was really good. <laughs> yeah. I I remember this from when I was younger. And it used to scare me. Because the part where Pat comes and becomes, like, a real person, <laughs> that's scary. And, like, when she does that creepy singing and just, like, whenever she gets angry as a robot, it's terrifying. Right. Because it's, like... They're stuck in this house, and they can't do anything about it because right. they're human. And that, that is literally where we're headed yeah. with artificial intelligence. Well, I, I don't know. I don't want to be, like, someone who's like, we shouldn't do these things. I'm not saying bad. that we shouldn't yeah. do them, but I'm saying we need to be careful. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, in Jurassic Park, one of my quotes is, like, you got so obsessed with, like, if you could do it, you never asked if you should. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, I personally am not too into a lot of this, and, like, I don't use Alexas and stuff like that. No, I, I don't. don't. Even, I don't have, like, Hey Siri set up on my phone, because I, I don't... I'm afraid it's going to listen to me and <laughs> send my data to the government. The whole thing is, like, obviously, like, these things do listen to you, even if you disagree, I think... No, they, they definitely do. listen so, to you. <laughs> my get, phone listens to me. We can sound me. like crazy people, but that's just what, how we feel about it. Listen, we are young. We were born in the 90s. We ain't... It, we ain't... We're smart. Kind of. Sometimes. <laughs> we know what the government's doing. I do kind of know a good bit about artificial intelligence because I have to do stuff like that at work not personally but I just have to like understand how it works kind of so um yeah I this movie was scarier to me as a child but also kind of scary as an adult it's just a different kind of scary right (laughs) so how would you rank and rate this I would give this a three out of five and I put it one below brink and one above the 13th year I give it a 2.5 out of 5, and I put it below the 13th year and above Northern Lights. Cool. Yeah, it's pretty good. So next week, we have Johnny Tsunami. Johnny Tsunami, I'm so excited. I'm really excited because Disney Plus um, starts this Tuesday, and they should have, if not all, most of the DCOMs on there. So now We watched Smart House on a playlist on YouTube with two-minute-long clips. Yeah, it was 41 videos long. Of just two-minute clips the entire time. So now we'll actually be able to see what's going on. It'll be really, really nice, hopefully. So, so see you next week. Yeah. Bye. <laughs>